Amen. Amen. As you see a table set before you today, amen, I'm uh, going to do my best to give a word that the Lord has just been uh, putting in my spirit, um, you know, and uh, I pray that you be blessed by the word of God. When we come into his presence, we really have to hearken our ears and our spirits to hear the word of God. And for those of you who have been really paying attention over the past few times that I've been preaching, the Lord has really shifted my spirit and he's shifted my messages. Amen. Uh, I've been spending some time with the Lord and he ministers to me and he breaks me down and he pours into me. And uh, uh, I want to share. We've been sharing that with the church. Praise God. And uh, there is a move that God wants to make. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In our lives, in our homes, and in our families. And, uh, I might preach it. I might teach it. I don't know which way the Lord will lead me. Amen. But uh, we've got to be tuners of God's words. Praise the Lord. Amen. The sword or the knife and that is here. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. The ram's horn. My wife. My wife, I bless her heart. I was singing just now, and she made me sound real good. Clap your hands for my wife. Hallelujah. Started out rocky, but she made me sound real good. She read about the ram's horns. We're going to touch a bit on that. And the oil. I didn't have, you know, one more thing that I wanted to bring. Um, Sister Heather bought my, my wife and I a gift uh, earlier this year. I think I left it at home. A little uh, flower pot um, that I wanted to use as part of this demonstration. Uh, but um, we'll do without. Didn't so much need it, but the Bible speaks about, you know, what is laid before the temple in the outer courts. Some of these you will find there, some of them you won't. But the purpose of the, the, the pot in the out of courts was for the priests to wash their hands and their feet. Amen. Before they offered up the sacrifice, somebody say wash. 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 Some of you don't want to be washed because you're contented in all your ways. My Lord, but tonight I'm here to help you. Amen. I don't want anybody falling asleep, but I'm here to help somebody tonight. Amen. And uh, the thing about it is it was such a serious thing that you first had to wash yourself. Because if you did not wash yourself, the Lord would kill you. You would die. Somebody say, wash me, Lord. Now, when you say, wash me, Lord, do you really, really, really need uh, to wash you? Because some of you can't stand the test of being washed but you have to wash your hands and your feet if you wanted to get into God's presence hallelujah and the priests would have to spend time there in this season uh, there are uh, there the, the, the this is the season that true believers of God will hear the clarion call I was I was I was at the woman's conference and I heard Pastor Hope talk about it. And I said, my God, I know that I'm right on point. I know that God, you've been speaking to me. Amen. Uh, what do I mean that the clarion call? It's a call that is 
It is clear. It is not tainted with man. It is not tainted and mixed with religion. It is not a call to denomination or tradition or customs, but it is a call into the presence of the Lord. It's not a call into the presence of the Lord because we're going to have a, a, a big or an, a, an eventful moment because that's where I sense the body of Christ has been deceived by the enemy because we are used to revivals and we're used to coming to meetings and saying that when you leave out of here, you're going back with something in your spirit. But the deception comes even by the devil because the enemy always makes us think that we are coming to an event for something to happen to us so that we can go back and say, when I went to the revival, I really got blessed. But what the Lord has been dealing with me about is that the clarion call is not for everybody. The clarion call is for a people to come permanently in his presence and not temporary. The Lord does not deal with the temporary people. He has no time and no room for them. But God wants permanent worshipers. Somebody say permanent. If you're going to deal in the outer courts and deal with worshiping God and deal with sacrificing unto God, slap your neighbor for the first time and tell them you've got to be committed to God. You've got to be committed. You've got to be committed. There are the days of getting high on the word of God but not having uh, hallelujah any power the word of God. Uh, see it doesn't mean any Anything, uh, if you can speak in tongues, some of us we yell out in worship, but sometimes our shout is not of coming from the birthing out of our spirits. It's not a shout that the Lord is working in through you through purification. It's a yell that is coming out from the flesh. And this may be the reason why your loved ones still cannot be delivered. Your loved ones still cannot get saved. Hallelujah. Because it takes a birthing out from your spirit. It takes a purification process. Apart from that, it is just noise in the presence of God. You don't have to say amen. The Lord already prepared me, Brother Joshua. Amen. I've been preaching a long time, so the church don't have to say amen anymore. I'm used to it, but I'll, I will preach it like it was if it was one person in the church. And I will preach it like I would if there was 2,000 people in the church. Hello, somebody. But I'm going to get this message out because the Lord has given it to me and he's bringing the church through a purification process. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah, God. And so we're, we're saying something, but it is not coming out through the birthing of the Holy Ghost. And let me help you understand something. Everybody that's going to church now, Everybody that's going to church now, hallelujah, every, 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 every rapper, every, everyone wants a piece of God. Every sinner wants a piece of God, hallelujah. And every time they get up there, they, they say out of their filthy mouth, oh God, I, I just want to thank God, hallelujah. After they finish singing about lick me up and suck me down, and they get up and they want to say, and I want to thank God for this. Hello somebody, hallelujah, and this is the deception of 
the enemy. And though some of us in here agree with what I am saying, hallelujah, the church is still the one to buy some of their tapes. Hallelujah, because the spirit of compromise has come into the churches. Hallelujah. And now we have to deal with people in the church who have mixed their worship, hallelujah, with things of the world. You don't want me to preach it today. Hallelujah. But this is the last hour. How do I know that we're in the last hour? Because now it is coming in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. And the devil isn't afraid of it anymore. We've reached a point in the tenacity of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That the enemy now has been causing a separation between the clean and the unclean. My God. Trying to separate. Glory to God. Trying to get those who he, who, who he wants. Glory to God. How do we know that the separation is taking place? Because Jesus began to teach them in parables. Hallelujah. In the, in the book of Matthew chapter 13. They asked the question. Why do you speak in parables Jesus? And Jesus said the reason why. I've got to speak in parables. Is because it is for you. To know the mysteries. Hallelujah. Now if I tell you the secret then any old nasty person can grab divine revelation and call it their own so he says that the next level that is coming to the body of Christ or those that are purified will be able to hear the mysteries of the Lord I understand something that though I am preaching in here there's still some folks that will never get what I am saying because it must be revealed to you and it is not revealed to those who are unclean. Some of you, we can get excited over a good word in your emotions, but your spirit is far from it. Hallelujah. Bracer, what do you mean that my spirit is far from it? Glory to God. Go with me to the book of Leviticus and let me show you something because there is a pattern. You see, in the Old Testament, it isn't just for us to say, oh, look at just what happened. Hallelujah. Isn't it nice? But it is a pattern that we must follow. And so if the priest is going to come into the divine presence of God, hallelujah, then there is a pattern that is put in place because hallelujah and speaking in tongues don't mean that you're full of the Holy Ghost because the Bible says that demons speak in tongues too. Hello somebody. And what I'm finding out is that we've got a whole lot of tongues going on. And we've got a lot of people dancing in the church. And we've got people falling out in the spirit. But we have no lifestyle beyond the church doors. Something happens to our lifestyle anytime we leave out of the body of Christ. Nobody knows that you're saved. And now we have to have bumper stickers and t-shirts to tell the world that I am a child of God. But there used to be a time, hallelujah, that you can look at somebody's life and tell them that they are saved based upon how they live. I'm not preaching yet. I'm, I'm coming down. I'm coming to it. I'm coming, I'm coming. I know I started off hard, but I'm coming. Hallelujah, Jesus. He said in the book of Leviticus, go to chapter 8 and we'll start reading at verse 21. When you find it, shout a big amen to me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Leviticus chapter 8, and we'll read from verse 21. 
Glory be to God. Leviticus chapter 8 starting at verse 21. And I'm going to paraphrase it. Hallelujah. Just to be quick in the in the 8th chapter it talks about how God commanded Moses to put tunics and, and clothing and, and dressings on Aaron and his sons and how Moses stuck his hand into the breastplate and, and putting his hand upon the umen and the thumen and so that he could know the will of the Father so that he can get divine direction from the Lord. And, and then it goes on to say that God said, okay, uh, now in this next step here, uh, now, now that the man of God knows the will, hallelujah, now that he knows the process, uh, glory to God, uh, there is a process where, 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 where we as leaders have to bring the people into the will of God. Hallelujah. So now this is where verse 21 picks up. And he says uh, in verse 21, and he watched the entrails and the legs. And he was talking about a ram here. There are two rams used, he said, that Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet and satisfying fragrance. Are often made by fire to the Lord. As the Lord commanded Moses and he brought the other ram. Hallelujah. The ram of consecration and ordination. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram. And Moses killed it and took some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear. Now let me stop right there. Hallelujah. The first ram that he killed, the Bible said he took his blood. So the first, so first of all, we got to learn how to respect the altar. Hallelujah, Jesus. We got to learn how to respect the operation of the blood and what the blood does uh, when it is applied on the altar and how it is important to us. Some of us, hallelujah, we are scared to approach the altar. But, but, but you cannot be scared when it comes to the altar of God. Hallelujah. The, the, the altar is not for baby saints. The altar is a place of brokenness. The altar is for uh, the person that recognizes uh, that there is still something in me, God, uh, that wants to be purified. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a bishop, a preacher, a pastor, or whatever calling is on your life. Uh, God is not concerned about any of that, uh, but he is looking at your spirit. Uh, and so he says here, this is what I need you to do. Uh, he said, the second ram, I want you to take the blood of this ram. And I want you to anoint the right ear and the right thumb and the right foot. Hallelujah. And the big toe on the right foot. Hallelujah, Jesus. And, and why did he do that? The word of God said, so that your ears can become purified enough to really, really hear from God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody always said, I hear God say, hallelujah. And you know what, Pastor McQuell? Some folk just make me sick, Brother Joshua, because they always hearing from God. They always have the sense the Lord when they really don't have nothing, Sister Jeanette. How is it that God is talking so much to you about everybody else, but he can't talk 
to you about yourself. Can I preach in the house? Hallelujah, Jesus. Because the first conversation that you want to have with God, if you really want to hear His voice, has got to do with yourself. He said, Moses, Moses, take thy shoes from off thy feet because the place where you're standing, Lord, you got to tap yourself and say, speak to me all over again. I had it wrong the first time. Some of you have been saying, I hear from God, I hear from God. The devil is a liar. You have not heard God speak yet until he starts to deal with you and who you are and what's on the inside of you. You can't tell anybody else that you've heard from God. But you've been the one all this time that has been messing up, that God has been frustrated with. Hello, do I have a church in here tonight? myself and I had not eaten any meat uh, no desserts and I was in this thing uh, mommy I was doing real good and I hit seven days now in consecration hallelujah and I feel good until the Holy Ghost said to me you are not there yet you are just on a fast of your flesh hallelujah you are just in a place hallelujah that your flesh hallelujah be consecrated unto me just because you've stopped eating meat that does not mean that you're there yet but hallelujah the first seven days was to crucify the flesh the first seven days was to see if your flesh would subject itself to the will of God hallelujah Jesus just because we go on a fast and a consecration and we're in it on day one the Lord had to teach me that if you want to be purified that if you want to be sanctified you've got to make sure that the flesh does not get in the way because anyhow your flesh gets in the way you're going to hear my voice and you're going to say devil I rebuke you hallelujah Jesus and so God said you ain't reached nowhere yet hallelujah not until you get into day 25 not until you reach day 30 I said God I'm finished at 30 and God said no that's when I'm just getting started hallelujah that's when my spirit shall be revealed to you and everything that you have asked me to do your flesh has to be crucified so that my spirit can be elevated inside of you clap your hands and give the Lord a praise 
the Bible said that the Spirit of the Lord, He knows all things and that He searches the deep inner parts of your hearts. Some of you believe, hallelujah, Jesus, glory be to God, that your prayer partner has convinced you, oh, you are all that. And your prayer partner has convinced you that you're going to make it, hallelujah, Jesus. And your prayer partner and your team and your best friend, they've been pumping you and they've been telling you good job and a great message in the meantime God says you've got to die in the meantime God has been speaking and said you're not there yet hallelujah Jesus in the meantime the Holy Ghost has been dissatisfied because you still got a lying spirit you still are fighting the demon of lust you still got that attitude you still are not ready yet hallelujah Jesus get your flesh under the subjection of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I heard God preaching to me and he began speaking to me and he said tell my people I'm not coming after the stuff that they want to give me brother Joshua. He said I'm coming after those things that they want to hide from me. Those things that they're not telling anybody about. Tell them I want that thing. Hallelujah that I can purify them. That I can sanctify them. That I can make them holy all over again. kitchen this morning brother Joshua I heard God's voice <laughs> I heard him he said tell my people that they've got they, they've been deceived they've got it wrong because a lot of us think but I don't have no man and I, I don't do any sins and I, I don't go anywhere hallelujah and I, I know Bishop ain't gonna be preaching to me because I'm not a sinful person hallelujah and the devil deceived us and makes us think that just because we're not sinning that makes us holy but can I make the record straight today if I can use Oprah Winfrey for an example can I use the Queen of England for example because we would say that maybe some of them are sinless people they they do their best can I paint an image for you hallelujah Jesus and the Queen of England as old as she is does her best to be a nice person does her best to make sure that she obeys the laws of the land. But can I tell you something? She's still unholy in the presence of God. She's still unholy before God. Because just as long as your spirit don't want to come, that makes you unholy. That's why I've got to crucify my flesh daily. That's why the Bible says that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so anytime we begin to think, hallelujah, that we are not righteous, hallelujah, that you are sinless before God, God said, that's the spirit that I want to deal with, that's the spirit of pride that is inside of you, it's that spirit that God comes to root up out of you, because anytime you think that you're all that, hallelujah, God said, I can't use you, but he's got to bring you to a place where you are broken, he's got to bring you to a place where you're down on your face. Hallelujah, Jesus. Until you say, not my will, but thine 
be done Can I get a brain church in here today That understands exactly what I'm talking about You've got to slap yourself and say purify me Lord I'm sorry God but you've got to purify me I've had my all wrong I haven't been right all the time But purify my heart Let me be like the refiner's fire Come on and give the Lord a hand of praise in here Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. We've got some preachers preaching. And this is why you've got to be careful with some doctrines. Hallelujah, because if you're not listening to the word, you can fall trapped to doctrines of demons and devil. Oh, glory be to God. And preachers will have you run around the church a hundred times. Glory be to God saying, believe God. And they will have you buy their books and buy their cassettes and say a hundred ways to deliver you but you don't need none of that what you really need is an encounter with the Holy Spirit hallelujah Jesus what you need is to bow before the king hallelujah you've got to run to the altar and say God I'm sorry I'm not been right all the time but allow the blood to wash you and clean you and make you whole again. Come on and give the Lord a hand of praise. The manifestation of God has to be evident in your life. Some of you want the power of God. Some of you want the anointing of God. But you don't want to sacrifice your flesh. You don't want to sacrifice anything before God. And God said before you send anything up to me, make sure your heart is in the right place. Make sure your spirit is in the right place. We idolize man too much. I went to a concert the other night and the line was wrapped around the parking lot. It was going around the building, Brother Patrick. And the Lord said, he began to minister to me. And he said, isn't it strange how people will pick up Benny Hinn and they will say, Bishop T.D. Jakes is all of that. Hallelujah, Jesus. And they will wrap the line around the building and they will line up for three four five hours just to get into the building where Benny Hinn is but they can't spend 15 minutes in my presence they can't spend 15 minutes at the altar you ask them to pray and they don't want to pray you call a meeting and they can't even stay in God's presence for two hours to tarry before God but let some man come to town and they will see how the land dig they will bring their lunch here and they will sit down till 6 in the morning until service starts at 7 at night but when you say come to the altar they don't want to come and when you say sing the song they don't want to sing and when you say pray they don't want to pray and this is the deception of the devil causing folks to fall into idolatry of man and this is how the devil tricked us because he makes after makes us yearn after a person rather than hearing from God hallelujah Jesus and so because we cannot hear God and the blood is not appears and it's not applied to the right thumb because if you cut off the thumb hallelujah you can't grip nothing and that's why we can preach on Sunday and you can lose the word by Friday because none of you are not able to grip the word of God.
Almighty. Is there a Bible? Let me, let me. Anybody have a Bible? Because we don't walk with Bible anymore to church. We carry iPad and book. Sister Cherry, do you have your Bible on you? Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody run that Bible up here. Glory to God, Sister Stacy. Put that Bible down. Stay right there, Sister Stacy. I want you to lap your thumb like this. Glory to God. And take up the Bible. Come on, Pastor Stacy. Pick up the Bible. And I want you to turn the scriptures. Hallelujah, Jesus. And this is why we've got to anoint our right thumb. Because we cannot grip, we cannot hold unto the word of God. We cannot find the word of God. And so when the preacher preach on Sunday, by Friday we lose our salvation. Because the word of God just slipped through your hand. It slipped through your spirit. It slipped through. It has nothing to hold on to. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Glory to God. And the word of God said, consecrate your foot unto God. Some of us, we walk too funny. Cannot preach in the house. Some of us, we have a hard time walking before the presence of God. Hello, somebody. Glory be to God. You ever see somebody try to walk without their big toe? They can't walk normal. There is a hypocrisy in the body of Christ. A handicapness in the body of Christ. We've got too many people that are trying to do God's work but they are handicapped because they did not know themselves. They didn't consecrate themselves and they think they got it but they really don't and they're causing all kinds of problems now in the body of Christ and so now these are they that are handicapped in the church. They try to start a ministry but it's unstable. Can I talk about unstable people hallelujah Jesus I don't care who want to hear me and vex with me but let me put it out there right now because brother Patrick we've got people in the church they change their telephone number every month and every week and they call me and say Bishop how come you don't call me after I have 12 numbers for you there is an unstable scene in your life I cannot deal with unstable people. I cannot deal with people. You call them and you have to dial 10 different numbers to try and get a hold of them. They move 20 times for the year. They're unstable. You don't know when they're going to turn up from when they're not going to turn up. You cannot depend on these people. We call them leaders. We call them pastors. We call them worshipers. We call them. You joke with them today and tomorrow they gone. Hallelujah, Jesus. These are the people that are causing a stagnancy in the body of Christ. Can I preach in the house? You cannot counsel anybody who is unstable. Can I serve the enemy notice? You cannot counsel no demon. Demons can't be counseled. You can't counsel a demon. But you've got to drive the devil out. Hallelujah, Jesus. And anytime I see somebody that is unstable, they can't keep their telephone number. I don't 
was a secret in here tonight but you've been full of the devil you may not like it but it's the truth the bible says that the devil goes around he goes around seeking who he may devour and anybody that changed their number ten times for the year that means you're running from something you've got something to hide I ain't running from nobody you can google me and find me you can put me on the internet and read about me you know my address and you know where I live I don't owe nobody no money that's why I have no reason to fear that it'll somebody and anybody that got a reason to fear that means that the enemy is after you can I preach in the house that means that the devil has been searching after you and you've got something that he wants can I preach in the house of God hallelujah Jesus hallelujah some of us we got problems in our lives hallelujah and you run to the pastors and you say can you counsel me brother Patrick I'm learning the vocabulary no, hallelujah Jesus, I'm not counseling no devil no more let me, let me, let me ask you the question when was the last time you came to prayer service let, let me ask the question when was the last time you came to Sunday morning service when was the last time you came, hallelujah Jesus, to fasting and consecration service hallelujah and you go scratch your head and say bishop I don't even know when and I, this is why the devil is chasing after your life you don't need counseling you need to be subjected to the Holy Ghost and fire hallelujah Jesus you need a word of God to fix your situation right because when you come to service and you're going through something God will fix it so that whoever's up here God will drop a word in your spirit that will identify with what you're going through God knows the hearts of man and he will search you out and he will find you slap your neighbor and say get ready to consecrate yourself consecrate yourself consecrate yourself hallelujah Jesus glory be to God brother Joshua we've got some folks in the church that not only in this house but I'm speaking about the body of Christ they've been struggling with their flesh hallelujah they've got some spirits that are attached to them some adulterous ways some fornicating ways some lying ways and you've been struggling with it and you call it an addiction but let me understand something here because the last time I checked an addiction means that you habitually continuously do it you commit it anytime and anywhere hallelujah Jesus but we're in the presence of God right now and none of you are fornicating and none of you are committing adultery right now none of you are smoking right now which tells me that you can stop if you want to stop which tells me hallelujah that it is not an addiction glory be to God hallelujah Jesus and so what you got is just a struggle but you got to make a decision and this is what righteousness is it's a decision you don't have to keep on begging God to deliver you but it's time for you to walk 
walk in righteousness. It's time for you to make up your mind. I'm going to live for God. If it's the last thing I do, I've got to live holy before God. We are like Nadab and Abihu. We want to come and offer God some strange fire. And you see, where, where, where we, 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 what we bring to God, if it does not go by the way of the altar, if it not go by the way of repentance, then it is strange to God.
what this generation is trying to do. We're trying to get some good music. And we're trying to get some pretty churches. A lot of people are here. Glory to God. Glory be to God. And we're, we're saying that we're in a move. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that the making of us so far. When I look this thing up, I realize that we are not as far as we think we are. Some of y'all today. But I read about how to make it so far. The first, glory to God. First of all, to make the thing that the, the sound comes out. Hallelujah. It had to be cut from something that had already been offered as a whole. See, when you open up your mouth and you say hallelujah, but if the sound that is coming out of your mouth has never been attached to the righteousness that is in your spirit, then you're just making noise. Hallelujah, Jesus. If your hallelujah is not attached to righteousness, then you're just making noise. And see, this is why the devil is not scared. This is why the devil is laughing at some of you. Because some of us think that speaking in tongues and singing the songs is going to drive the devil out of your house. But let me let the church of God know today, hallelujah, that demons are only shifted by righteousness. Demons are only shifted by righteousness. Demons identify with flesh. They identify with sin. And so you can't drive a devil out in your flesh. You can't live an unholy life and try to mix God and run the devil out. The devil's not scared of you. The devil ain't fearful of you. We've got this wrong and we've got it all twisted. The devil fears those who are righteous. It's the blood that moves us. Hallelujah. So he says we first have to be cut to be cut. We first have got to be cut. This is why I brought the sword. Hallelujah. Because we've got to be cut. Why, why the preacher preaching like that? Why, why, why he got to say it like that? Why, 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 why he got to be talking to me like that? You hurt me. You, you offended me, Bishop. Hallelujah. And you're praying to the Lord, use me. Meanwhile, the Lord says, all right, I'm getting ready to use you. But can you handle being caught? I'm getting ready to speak in your life. But can you handle being rebuked? Before there can be a sound, and I want the church of God to hear me, because before there can be a sound that comes out of your mouth, you have got to know what it means to be cut. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody has to be able to speak into your life that is not your favorite preacher. Somebody has got to be able to speak into your life where you take correction and you be offended and you still bless God anyways. The book of Revelation said that in the third chapter he said those that I love I chastise and I reveal their thoughts. That's why the Lord is exposing you. Don't get mad but you've got to rejoice. Yes, hallelujah. 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 Y'all be ready for this today. 
I might be preaching hard, but that's all right. Some of us, we take the things too personally. Oh, glory to God. We take things too personally. Some of us, we get offended too easily. Some of us, we, we, we've been walking on tiptoe in the church because we try to be careful of what we say not to offend you. But can I let somebody know today, can you stand being cut? Can I preach in the house? Hallelujah, Jesus. Some of you have been in an abusive relationship. Year after year, the woman's been beating you. The man has been beating on you. You've been staying in broken relationships and friendships. Year after years, you've been dealing with the cussing, the hurt, and the pain of those who are supposed to love you. And all of a sudden, you come into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And the Spirit of God tries to correct you. And you want to get the spirit of offense and say, I ain't going back to that church no more. But wait a minute, you can handle when the man is beating you day after day after day. But the preacher trying to set your spirit right. And you want to come with this offense talk? The devil is a liar. Now some of you need to be cut. If you want the power, you've got to handle being cut. If you want God, you've got to know what it is to go through the knife process first. If you want to know who God is, you've got to surrender to the will of the God Almighty. Jesus said. He said, then after you are cut, you are boiled. Do you know what it's like to have a cut and then to have it being boiled? You're boiled because you've got to be softened. You're boiled because you're too mean. You're boiled because you're too arrogant. Hallelujah. Just because you prayed for somebody. Hallelujah. And they got healed. All of a sudden you think you're all that. But but no. He said after you have been softened. After you have been cutting out. They take the knife. They take the sword. They take this instrument. And they dig into the snorkel. Hallelujah. Of that thing. To grab out all of the excess flesh. The mucus that is inside of it. Hallelujah. That has been Hallelujah. But we want God. But can you stand to be gutted out? We want deliverance. And when the altar is open for those who need deliverance, we're scared till they come to the altar because we don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want to be shamed. We don't want to be vomiting all over the carpet. We don't want to move up God to deliver us. Hallelujah, Jesus. But God is saying to us today that if you want me, there is a process that I've got to cut you. I've got to soften you. Hallelujah. And I have got to boil you out while you're being gutted out in the midst of being gutted out. You have got to be put under pressure. Some of you here are saying, I can't take it anymore. I can't do this anymore. Hallelujah. Oh God Almighty, you said you've had enough and the life that you live. Hallelujah. You're tired of it and you can't go this through this no more and God where are 
you? My God, my God, when I need you the most, where are you? Mighty God, but when you have been cut, and when you have been boiled, and when you have been put under pressure, hallelujah, you're on your way to the clarion sound that God is getting ready to allow you to make some noise that the land has never heard before. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's why your relatives can't come to God yet because your sound is not clear. It's mixed with Mary J. Blige and Mariah Carey. It's mixed with Puff Daddy. And that's why your sound isn't clear yet because you haven't made a decision yet to fully to surrender to God. That's why your sound isn't clear yet. God says you've got to be gutted some more until there's a clarity, until there is a sound that the heavens can identify with. While the shofar is under pressure, it's drawn through the fire. Here you are saying, I can't take it no more. Help me, Lord. But you're not coming out now. You're going to pray your way through. You've got to pray this thing through, they even tell you. Hallelujah. But the Lord is saying you've got to mature in this thing. You're going to learn how to walk in this thing. Hallelujah. Because God says, it's you that I've been waiting on. And there is a sound that I need to birth out of you. There is a sound, hallelujah, that through this process, you're going to learn of me through the fire. And if you want it, you've got to go through the hurt. If you want to be free, you've got to learn how to be pressed. Hallelujah. Your test and your trials is going to break you free. Hallelujah. When you begin to release a sound out of your spirit, touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, you've got to go through it. Come out of your pity party. Wipe the tears from your eye. You've got to tell the devil, give me your best shot. Hallelujah. But I am going through the fire because I've got to release a sound because my family is depending on it. My marriage is depending on it. My household is depending on the sound that I've got to release from out of my belly. Just 
slid by like nothing happened. And so he here, here, we read on. They've been born and raised in the temple of Israel. And they get in the battle. They get in the war with the, with the ark. Because the ark has power. And they brought the ark down in the battle. Hallelujah. And they lost the battle. Not only did they lose the battle, but they lost their life. And they took the ark down to Ekron. Hallelujah. And boils started to break out in Ekron. And people started dying. And they took, uh, hallelujah, the, the, the ark, oh God, to another city, to another nation. And boils started to break out. And I said, God, what is this? And he said, if you want the revelation of this, he said, any time a people grab a hold of something that is holy and try to use it without consecration, it will backfire on you. And he said, a lot of people been going through something right now in the body of Christ, and you're blaming the devil. And it is not the devil. It is that you have touched something that was unholy. Hallelujah. That was holy, and you were unconsecrated before God. And this is why you have got to be careful. You've got to be careful of what your spirit is getting ready to entertain. A couple weeks ago, Beyonce has been in the news because she has taken what was meant to be holy, a song from the Clark sisters, and her new song called Church Girl, and she took a, a piece of their verse and put it in their song and released the album. And the churches got mad. The Clark sisters said, leave Beyonce alone. But, but I'm going to be one of those preachers that will add to this. Because they, she has taken what was meant to be holy and put it in something. And if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it, nothing of it is holy and righteous. Uh, nothing of it glorifies God. And she put what was meant to be holy, hallelujah, what was meant to be pure in the presence of God. And she mixed it with her song. And according to the word of God, that is what we call sacrilege. Sacrilege is something exactly what I said. When you take something that is meant to be holy and you mix it with something that is not holy, the word of God said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we do it? My wife used to get angry because we would go to family parties and I'd be the first one to go. We would get there for 30 minutes and I'm already ready to leave, Sister Jeanette. Hallelujah, because I get irritated. Something in my spirit just can't identify. And after 30 minutes, my spirit starts to get restless. And I get tired. And I get weary. And I see them having fun. And they're playing their music. And I'm just sitting there. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. And I really, really want to go. But for the sake of my wife, I stay there for another hour. And I pretend like I'm really enjoying myself. And the food is good. And everything is nice. But my spirit cannot identify with what is taking place. I don't mean to seem holy. I don't mean to seem too righteous. But this is just what God has made me to be. I've got a peace of God living inside of me. And he's getting tired. He's getting sick and tired. He's getting weary of the constant abuse. He's getting sick and tired of the constant misuse of his holy presence that is living inside of me. And so now I'm not going to cater to the flesh no more. But I've got a God that is living in me. Hallelujah. That is bubbling. He's burning. He wants to burst out of my belly. He wants to burst out of my spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is why God has to build you up. This is why he's been taking you through the process. This is why you cannot sit amongst them. But you've got to come out from them. Separate yourself. Sanctify yourself. Consecrate yourself unto God. Concentrate yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus. You've got to consecrate yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus. So slap your neighbor and tell him you've got to consecrate yourself unto God. Slap your neighbor and say, excuse me. I am sorry, but I've been spending a little bit too much time with God this week. And if you don't shout today, I came with a shout. Hallelujah, Jesus. So move. Tell your neighbor I'm sorry. If you don't want to praise him, move your bag out the way, neighbor. Hallelujah. And you've got to tell him that God... He has been preparing my spirit to make a noise in the atmosphere. I'm not talking about any old noise. I'm not talking about any old shout. But I'm talking about something that has been birthing in my spirit. I'm talking about something, hallelujah, that has been caught, that has been set apart, that has gone through the blood, that has been dragged through the fire. God has been doing something inside of me that when I shout it's got to release a sound in the heavens somebody lift your hands and magnify the name of Jesus Because he was not talking to the unpurified person. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. He was not talking to, hallelujah, the unsaved, but he was talking to somebody that was consecrated and sold out to God. Positive statements do not release God's power. You can quote it seven times and it won't release God's power. And God said to me, I don't want you to say anything and I don't want you to quote anything. And this not might not be for anybody. But he said to me, I don't want you to quote anything anymore that you have not birthed out of your spirit yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't want anybody to steer you wrong. And so your only thing that you can quote is what you know is something that I have brought you through. Something that I have pressed you through. Hallelujah, Jesus. You've got a whole bunch of false prophets prophesying. But in the Bible, in the book of Ezekiel, he said, woe unto the prophets that bring pillows into the sanctuary for their efforts of the people. Woe unto the prophets that say, and I never said. And woe unto the prophets that tell the people peace when they are about to die. So he says, here is anything that is meant to be processed by the way of the altar. It cannot be moved in your flesh. Ah, so that's why then the purpose of the shofar, hallelujah, is about to take you into a place that you have never seen God before. He said here that when they got ready to come up and they got ready to march around the walls, he said when you march around seven times and you blow the trumpet, he said I'm going to give them victory. Hallelujah. And he said the wall is about to come down. And I heard my wife read the word of God today. And if I heard what I heard, Pastor Naquel, she said that the priests armed themselves with the shofar. Hallelujah, Jesus. The priests armed themselves with the shofar. I've got a sword in my house. And many of you don't know it, but I even have guns in my house. But hear what the word of God said brother Patrick hallelujah that the only weapons that the child of God knows the only weapons that the priests can identify with the only weapons you see the church has it all wrong the only weapons you can read it for yourself but I heard her say it that the priests arm themselves not with a gun and not with a sword they didn't have a shield and they did not even have a bow and arrow but they got the trumpet in their hands and they said if we're going to have the victory you've got to get the shofar in your hands if you want the power hallelujah if you want the walls to come down in your life some of you believe that it doesn't take all of that and you want to come in the house of God with your cute worship and you want to come in the 
house of God and say, well, I don't think that it really takes all that to worship God. And you want to stay there with your true worship and your half hand lifted up. Y'all ain't going to like what I have to say. And you want to stay there and believe that it don't take all that to get the Holy Ghost. But the Word of God says that if you want to break free, then you've got to arm yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus. He said with this one, you don't even need no tongues. You don't even need a song. Hallelujah, Jesus. You don't even need to clap your hands. Slap your neighbor and say, been there, done that. Hallelujah, Jesus. But if you want the victory, if you want the power, if you want the rights over the devil's heads, you got to arm yourself with a shout of praise that will command the walls to come down in your life. You got to lift up a shout. Hallelujah. When you shout, God have mercy. It's something about your shout. You can say hallelujah if you want to. But it's something about the shout that commands the walls to come down. It's something about your shout that tells the devil to get off from my back. It's something about your shout that tells the enemy that you've had enough. I'm tired with the pretty praise. I'm tired with the pity praise. I've got a shout that has been building on the inside.
when he started to blow. Hallelujah, Jesus. That the season is about to change. I've come to prophesy over somebody's life today. Hallelujah, Jesus. That there is a sound that is coming out of your belly. And the Lord says that if you would just release the sound in my presence, he said, I will serve the enemy notice. Hallelujah. I will serve. Hallelujah. The dead notice. I will serve the people who denied about you, who talked about you. I will serve them notice that the walls that they built up is coming down. Your victory is about to be coming down. Your praise is taking you to the place that God is bursting something out of your spirit. Give the Lord a praise. Jesus. But God says if you want him to respond, if 
you want an answer from heaven, you've got to put away that pretty praise. You've got to put away that cute praise. And he says, if you want God to make a rumble in that heavens, hallelujah, Jesus. The Bible says Paul and Silas was in prison. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden they began to worship God. And there was a great earthquake. Hallelujah. And I believe that God was inhabiting the praises of his people that caused the earth to tremble. He was doing what he said he would do. He said he will respond to worship. He will respond to praise. He will respond to the shout that the people make. One more time, somebody lift up a shout. Consecration. Shout in your fasting. You've got to walk around your house and shout. I know words are good, but you've got to run out of your aisle and just shout. Hallelujah, Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is under violence, but the people made a noise. The people shout and they took it by force. One more time, shout. They would get the oil in their hand 
and put it in the horns and they would lay it over the people and the anointing knows which one was the king and the story has it that if the oil was to pop over the person hallelujah that means that they would be anointed king and we remember the story of David who was down in the sheepdom mining the sheep and he had his brothers and the prophet came and held the oil over their heads hallelujah Jesus and he said no it ain't you no it ain't you no it ain't you is there anybody else that can handle the anointing of the Lord can I preach in the house because if you want it you're going to have to bear the process of the horn some of you want to shout but did you bear the process of the sword some of you want to shout and some of you want the anointing but did you go through the fire yet but then I hear the voice of the Lord says I'm about to release only you a different sound that is rising up out of your belly hallelujah Jesus some of you when you pray my God my God I hear something in my spirit when you get ready to pray I hear the Lord say there won't be words anymore but I hear you releasing a sound out of your belly and the Lord says I'm understanding it he says you don't even need the English you don't even have to speak in tongues but all you've got to say is yeah out of your belly shall flow rivers shall flow rivers shall flow rivers of living waters and you shall never thirst again you shall never try again you shall never be weary again
trumpet when it seems like you're not gonna make it blow the trumpet when it seems like the devil is on your tail blow the trumpet somebody begin to blow
spirit.